Hey guys, it is the Fantasy Doctor NFL Podcast. This is the first week we're going to be doing a defensive-oriented podcast because there are so many compelling injuries that are out there. And Dr. Morse and I, my partner in crime, are here to break this all down to you because these guys are, some of them are kind of the keystone to their defense on their team. You need to know what this means if you're in a, in a league that's actually playing some defense. So we're going to go right off the bat. Chargers' Joey Bosa has a first and second metatarsal stress fracture. These are two bones that are in the middle of your foot, kind of where the arch is. Um, he's not scheduled to play till week nine, which is actually a reasonable timeline. It's about eight weeks into it um, since the injury happened, since it was diagnosed. Um, I think when he comes back, if, barring any major I- issue, um, he should be back at week nine playing pretty well. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but uh, this is a big deal. Uh, the good news is that it's, at least as of right now, it's not season ending. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the first and second metatarsal f- stress fractures rarely is season ending. So um, unless it happens late in the season. So I think he's going to be back and he should be fine. Falcons defensive back uh, Ricardo Allen has the Achilles tear done. Nine to 11 months to return to play. 25% of offensive players who are able to come back have a loss of, of performance. And um, 26% never come back. So, uh, you know, this is not a given that the, he comes back into the NFL. One out of four won't make it back. Yeah, this is a big deal injury, unfortunately. I expect the Falcons to be in a shootout nearly every game because they don't have the defensive guys to stop uh, any def- any offenses that are half decent. So, uh, you know, lock and load Julio, lock and load Ridley and Coleman, and whenever Freeman's back, uh, maybe Hooper, because Matty Ice is going to be targeting him because it's going to be a shootout like it was this past week. So Monday night, so, Chris Conte got, uh, you know, unfortunately a little embarrassed. I mean, he got stiff on and run over, right? I mean, it, it looked pretty bad. It made me think of high school football when you got that little kid going against the train and smack. Um, but oh, yeah. it got to be a little bit serious. He, got a, he has a PCL injury. What's the timeline for return to play on that? So PCL is that, is that thick ligament that crisscrosses the ACL in the back of the knee. Very important uh, ligament, uh, a lot of stability there. So the problem is uh, most of the time these are non-surgical. And uh, based on recent data, it shows that return to play is about 8 to 10 weeks on average. So it's possible he returns this year, maybe at the end of the year, but unfortunate injury nonetheless. And, And they really couldn't afford to lose him. They're running out of bodies as well to kind of put in there. So it's going to be another shootout every week like it was the past couple of weeks. So we got a lot of cornerbacks and DBs that are on our list. Chris Conti, we talked about. Patrick Robertson has a high ankle sprain, is done for the season. This is on the more severe high ankle sprains where he probably had some instability that required surgery because of the fact that the ligament was fully torn. So um, he's done for the season. What does it mean for the Saints defense? This, this kid was a stud last year for the Eagles. Um, he's one of the top slot corners, if I remember correctly, So, um, based on last year's numbers. So the problem is they're, gonna, they're really going to struggle uh, with slot corners, so uh, slot wide receivers because their slot corner is out. So uh, every, just target slot corners versus the Saints now. I mean, you're really targeting everybody because they haven't been able to stop anybody. But this is unfortunately particularly big. Uh, because he was he, he's he's a solid solid defensive guy and he's going to be out for 
uh, likely the rest of the year. Yeah, and the Rams lose two DBs, right, in Akeem Tlaib and Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters sounds like the lower of the two injuries has a calf strain, different than an Achilles tendon strain. So this is a muscle belly that attaches to the, to the Achilles tendon. Sounds like a grade two, so it puts him out two to four weeks. These can be re-injured. Uh, and then Akeem Tlaib, we just don't know what exactly is happening in terms of surgery. If this is a ligament issue in the ligament that is either in between the bones uh, of the lower ankle or in the inside of the ankle, his season is over. It'll be done. We just don't know the severity of it. So what does this mean for the Rams? Yeah, um, so this is a big deal. Uh, They play tomorrow night versus the Vikings, which should be a great game. They kind of have a monster front seven. But the problem is they have a, 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 a you know monster front with, with Donald and Brockers and whatnot. But they they really rely on their their top corners to kind of funnel in uh, the the wide receivers and, and and kind of limit. So they don't have those two shut down corners now. So they're really relying on a practice squad guy and a couple mediocre DBs. So this this they may become a shootout. Uh, because of this, at least for a month, six weeks, maybe longer. Yeah, no, I agree. And so let's talk about a defense that is devastated when their cornerstone is not there. Cowboys Sean Lee has a hamstring injury. When Sean Lee is not in, the Cowboys defense is lost. And this year when the Cowboys defense is really what's keeping them in most of these games, this becomes a big problem. Sean Lee has a hamstring injury. These can be re-injured one to two weeks to return to play. Could be longer. Uh, and Sean Lee, uh, unfortunately, almost every season has some of these nagging injuries. And many of these seasons has a, a big season-ending injury. So um, how does this play in for the Cowboys? Yeah, uh, the guy's definitely underrated. Um, he's definitely a difference maker for them. Unfortunately, he's going to be out for a couple weeks with a hammy. Um, so even if it's only two, three weeks, that may be enough for them to put a stake in your Cowboys because they look awful. Um, but the problem is that they're playing the Lions this week. Carry on just ran all over my Patriots. Um, is he going to get enough carries to make a difference this week? I, I don't know. But uh, as long as Lee's out, their defensive front is, is downgraded significantly, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So Redskins, we're staying in the NFC East. Trent Williams had a knee scope uh, to clean up the meniscus that has a partial tear. Um, he's got they have a bye week, so he's got two weeks before he can return to play. Two weeks is on the short end here, and typically for me, when these guys are this big, um, it just takes a little bit longer. To me, it's usually three to four weeks for it to return to play, especially a lineman who's going to be squatting a lot and putting a lot of torque on that knee. Could he make it back in two weeks? Yes but I think it's going to be more three to four weeks. Yeah, I'm going to fly through some of the rest of them. Sherman, Richard Sherman, cornerback, a calf injury, probably two to four weeks. He's on the older side, so it's a little hard to come back from. Plus, he's got bilateral Achilles. That defense uh, isn't the best as it is. So what do you think? He's uh, uh, Sherman, I think you nailed it. I mean, he's older, um, so it's just going to take a little bit longer, two to four weeks. But I, listen, he's a tough guy. He'll be back. Yeah, uh, Bengals DT, uh, Ryan Glasgow, torn ACL. Unfortunate, uh, 9 to 11 months. That's next man up, unfortunately. Dolphins DL, I, I want your thoughts on this one because this is the, the injury where he, he tore his ACL as well, but this yeah. is where he said 
I was trying to avoid landing on the quarterback and putting all my weight on him, which would mean uh, Derek Carr, not David, like I always say. Um, uh, While that may be true, what are your thoughts on that? So I think that this is the only reason why this injury is of any interest, right? Because of what he said. Um, I think that uh, you're already seeing it already that these guys are so nervous about taking the flag for what is um, deemed as unnecessary roughness and, and kind of laying into the quarterback that they're trying. Some of these athletes are really trying defensive guys are trying to avoid doing that and taking the penalty. So um, if he really was trying to do it, you may see more of these type of weird injuries happen in these different mechanisms. But listen, if you look at the number of quarterbacks by week four in the NFL compared to prior years, it is way up there. And I think part of it has to do that the defensive guys are so worried about laying into the quarterback. The quarterbacks are being treated like porcelain dolls at this point. And um, to some extent, it's important for a safety reason, but it does take some of the excitement out of the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Packers DL uh, Muhammad Wilkerson have apparently significant left ankle injury. He needed like almost immediate surgery, if I read that correctly. And season's over. Um, unfortunate injury for the Packers. Um, the uh, linebacker for them, Nick Perry, suffered a concussion. So hard to tell if he's going to be back. But uh, and Donald Penn for the Raiders uh, also suffered a concussion. Um, what are your thoughts on this sprained toe for Jaguars slot cornerback DJ Hayden? Um, he missed week three. What are your thoughts on potential for week four? Yeah, I mean, the, the big toe sprains are very, very unpredictable. Most guys miss, miss at least three weeks. So if I'm going to bet on it, I'm betting he's out this week. But uh, after three weeks of missing games, look for him to be back. So roughly at week six, I anticipate he's back. Uh, Colts tackle Joe Haig, I believe is how it's pronounced. Uh, ankle injury, we don't really know more than that. Could play this week, maybe out a couple of weeks yeah, until they tell us more. We don't know. Yeah, we just don't know. Uh, Tremaine Brock sounds like it's a mild uh, uh, groin injury for the Broncos cornerbacks. Uh, good chance he plays in week four, it sounds like, but I, I don't I don't trust groin injuries, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't trust groin injuries, especially in cornerbacks who are constantly cutting, twisting, and, and running. So just don't trust them. Yeah. Uh, and, and then one more I wanted to throw in. It's not a cornerback. It's actually the Titans kicker. Ryan Suckup, who I just picked up in like half my leagues today because he's been really good, is dealing with knee tendonitis. So we don't know if this is going to impact his status this week. So keep an eye on that. You may need to pick up somebody before uh, the, the game on Sunday. I would have somebody available in your mind because I, I, knee tendonitis and a kicker uh, can, can be a, a, a difference maker for performance. So, guys, we don't usually hit defensive players, but there were so many marquee players this week. We needed to hit this. Uh, and, and Jesse and I will bring in defensive podcasts when we need to. It won't be every week. Thanks for checking this out. Um, always give us a thumbs up if you like the content of the podcast. Hit the little bell to subscribe. If you're listening to the podcast itself, give us a review, and we'll see you next week. All right. Take care, guys.